Good morning. I'm Tim Neubauer. Welcome to Safety Unlocked, the morning podcast. I'm Craig Edwards. And I'm Dave Bittner. Today is Wednesday, September the 13th, 2023. Our morning podcasts are focused on current safety topics. Craig, what is happening today? Um, so uh, today is Uncle Sam Day. Okay. Really know what that means, but uh, other than you know, um, the guy that points the finger at you and says, "I need you," right? <laughs> um, so uh, today is uh, Uncle Sam Day. Okay. It's also for the yeah for uh, for uh, for uh, those of us who are hungry. It's also National Peanut Day. I like peanuts. Love yeah, Dave peanuts. has a weird peanuts and um, beef jerky. Is that it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I totally forgot about that. Yeah, that they tasted so good together. Yeah, I don't know what that but, I mean, there's no ants on a log, pe- but. Yeah, yeah. Tim, well, Tim what do you have on your fingers? <laughs> uh, trying to clean off uh, black paint from 3.30 a.m. So. <laughs> I use olive oil to get oil-based paint off of my hands, and it did not have a good scrubbing. And this is my third meeting this morning. It's only 6 a.m. Okay. Sorry to interrupt, Craig. I just had to know. Inquiring minds. Well, that's, that's okay. Um, and a couple of others. National Kids Take Over the Kitchen Day. My kids don't go near the kitchen uh, because that means they would have to either A, clean, or B, cook. So this is a good day to to teach them how to do one and or the other. I'm uh, I'm agreeing with your kids. I don't like going in the kitchen to clean or to cook. So I, I actually I actually like cooking. I enjoy it. I am the um, cook here at the house. So okay. um, it uh, it's fun. It's relaxing. My mom was a phenomenal cook, um, and unfortunately, now that she's passed, a lot of the things that she uh, would make for us, uh, southern uh, delicacies, well, I call them delicacies, uh, five-day cake, butterscotch pie, um, uh, stack cake, I mean, uh, you know, most of it was sweet, obviously, <laughs> but there was also... You know, chicken and dumplings, biscuits and gravy, um, you know, the, the the good things. But, again, National Kids Take Over the Kitchen Day. So, kids, get in there and, and make that mess for your parents to have to clean up after you go. Uh, tap, tap, I'm out. <laughs> and the last one uh, only affects me. Uh, even though I can grow hair, it's National Bald is Beautiful Day. Congratulations. So if you know anybody who is follicularly challenged, um, today's their day. <laughs> well, uh, congratulations to all you people who are uh, um, challenged in that area. Uh, you rock them. Um, Telly Savalas is uh, love you, baby. Uh, Yul Brenner. Yeah, Yul Brenner rocking it. Yep. Cool. And just remember, your your mantra should be, 
Grass does not grow in a busy street. <laughs> so people are stepping on my head. Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. means you're smart, Craig. Right? Come on. Um. Now I I could grow hair, but I, I think it was about I think Lily was maybe two, one or two. Um, when trying to uh, get a haircut became problematic. So I just bought a pair of clippers and, uh, when I'd mow the lawn, I'd, I'd mow the head. So, uh, it's, I've been like that for 14 years now. All right. I, I found a lot of, uh, um, advantages to just shaving my head and keep it, keeping it close. It's just easier to deal with for me. I sleep with a cosmetologist I and I still have a hard time getting a haircut. <laughs> <laughs> well there you go all right so um bald is beautiful segues into nothing so today's topic uh is actually we're going to talk a little bit about ergonomics uh combing your hair could be an ergonomic issue brushing it out especially you have the long hair and spend hours brushing there's an ergonomic tie in there um not for me <laughs> Scissors. Maybe washing, maybe washing my scalp. Um, Wash, rinse, you know, repeat, my, and never ending. Yeah. With with my with my uh, arms above my shoulders. The guys uh, with the big the, uh, point tail man zone. buns. The man buns create weight in the back of your neck and therefore cause organ. I mean, I can play with this 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 topic here. So. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Um. So, what is ergonomics? Somebody give me a definition. What is it? Uh, ergo uh, is uh, laws of and nomics is or nomics is law and ergo is body. So it's the laws of work uh, or or body. That that is my my layman's definition. Laws of work and body. So how does it tie into um, what most people do every day? Well, at the moment, it, uh, we're all sitting at our desks, so are we sitting with good posture? Are our monitors the right height? Uh, no? No, I'm, I'm sitting, I'm leaning back uh, with my head, with my hands above my head. So I, I'm the poster child for an ergonomic assessment. I need someone to come in with a tape measure to make sure, and a protractor to make sure I'm at a 45 or parallel and perpendicular, whatever I need to be you know, for the different parts of the body, right? Are my feet planted? Are my crossing my legs while I'm sitting here? Um, and, you know, to Tim's point, is my are my monitors, my camera is perfectly mounted so I can look directly in the camera without moving my head. But my uh, monitor that the camera's sitting on is just a little bit lower. So for me, I have five monitors. I have two big ones in the bottom, three in the top, and and they're basically I call them a parking lot. But I find myself forever looking up at one of those little monitors, which are the, my parking lots, and not dragging the window down to the lower ones. I I am the poster child of don't do this. It is cool to have five monitors when people walk in my office and say cool. Other than that, not the best idea. Yeah, it's not not so much my setup as my habit for me. 
my mm-hmm. habits are not not always the best. You know, you said crossing feet, and I'm on crossing my feet real quick, like you can see under my desk from the camera. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, I've got a little footstool under there. I put my feet up on and uh, I'll cross my feet sometimes. But, Be honest, Dave. It's Grayson's stool. It's 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 your cat stool. It's not your stool. You just use it. Yeah. Well, everything belongs to the cat, according to the cat. So. <laughs> Well, I was going to say, um, you know, have you done a, have you done an ergonomic assessment on the cat, making sure that uh, Grayson is uh, uh, stealing your equipment appropriately? Yeah, Dave doesn't uh, have a keyboard; he has a cat board, and uh, the windshield wiper <laughs> is when Grayson walks with his tail up across his screen. <laughs> yeah, there's a uh, there's a meme out there that's funny. It's a cat. Uh, it's a picture of a cat, right? And most of the funny memes are of cats. But it's, it's wearing a top hat and a cane, and it says, James, fire up the laptop. I wish to lay across it. <laughs> <laughs> so exactly. when, your cat lays, when your cat lays across your laptop, um, is, it, is that workstation uh, ergonomically set up for the cat to sleep? Now, we all know cats are puddles, but humans are not. We're, you know, a cat's liquid. It can fit into anything. If, you know, if, if I fits, I sits. But humans are, are aren't like that. So, how do we, you know, how do we ensure that the task or the the position that a, an employee works at is appropriately set up for uh, each individual to work at? Because I, I'm six foot one. What if the person that rotates in behind me is five foot four? How sure, do we ensure yeah, that? Yeah. It's not just height, it's, it's you know, anthropometry, so the, the length of their levers and things like that, too. So do you have long legs, you know, and short arms? Are you a T-Rex? Um, you know, you have to look <laughs> at all those things. I got short little kid legs, but I got a torso that, that could play in the NBA. So that's <laughs> all of the majority of my six foot one is from the waist up. <laughs> so... You know, we that, determined that's, it's that's, not your your bouffant hairdo. We've already determined that <laughs> hair is not right. adding to your height. <laughs> so if you remember the movie Fletch, right, where he's like, and Fletch is in for, I can't remember who the player who's substituting for is, six foot one, six foot five with the afro. <laughs> <laughs> so basically um, what you're saying, Craig, is we have to change the environment to match the person. You can't change the person to match the environment. That's correct. Where so what's again, wrong with hiring that, only seven foot tall people to reach tall shelves like don't have to buy ladders? That's a good business model if you can pay them uh, and woo <laughs> them away from the NBA. Um, There's a lawsuit there is, somewhere, guys. <laughs> probably. Um, I mean, the NBA kind of has that. The NFL has Physical conditioning, police force, firefighters. You know, as we're talking about this, it is one of those hard to discuss subjects. They would say to you that that we had Allen Iverson, Spud Webb, Bugsy Mose, you know. (laughs) But if you say that somebody has to be able to run a certain speed at the time of hire or have a certain height ability at time of hire, I'm hiring to the job, but... I agree that you need to fit the environment to the employee, not the employee to the environment. But I, I don't want to completely ignore that 
you have as an employer has a right to set pre-hire standards for somebody conditions. to all pick up weight yes. and i mean physical conditions like construction sure. workers you know i'm well that only makes sense that saves the person too it doesn't just yeah you know right so but but today's point you know we're all different so we can't fit the person to the task we have to be able to uh set that workstation to accommodate multiple um multiple people you know people that are tall people that are short uh people that have in dave's uh words uh t-rex arms right um not everybody can 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 reach across a table uh and grab uh, a pneumatic tool right so what's a good what what's the best setup there so do you put your do you have your tools on the other side of the bench or do you set them up close to the to the uh working space or you hire michael phelps you know that uh, has a freakishly long arm span there you go again tim i was thinking something like a tool balancer overhead that's located kind of neutrally and you could adjust the height and different people can grab it but you're you're hiring michael phelps well you know <laughs> craig's making craig's making a really good point well, it, to me if you get in any of my vehicles, everything I need was within a finger touch reach. I don't have to move my arms because I've I've made my work environment like that. Uh, so when you see employees modifying their environment, they're doing that on their own. But as employers, we have a duty to assess that workplace and say, what do we need to do to help them without them modifying their own environment? So, Craig, what are some measures that, you know, we can take, um, say, like a standing workstation where someone's assembling widgets? Um, we kind of touched on the office thing with the, you know, parallel and perpendicular um, and screen height. But what about like uh, standing workstations and, and things like that? Computer, computer usage. Well, standing workstations, I mean, you could... It would be um, something you'd have to work with your uh, maintenance or engineering team uh, to determine what's the best way for a static workstation uh, with multiple people that work it. Uh, can it can it be uh, adjusted? Is it an adjustable workstation? Can the can that bench for you know? And we'll use the bench as the as the uh, target here. Can that bench raise or lower? Uh, do we have that capacity? Uh, because we don't want people climbing onto um, a step stool to do their job for an hour or two. Uh, so, you know, we have to bring the work to them versus making them go to the work. So, you know, that, that's why you have to do it, as Tim alluded to, you have to do your assessment. You have to look at it. And sometimes you may have to spend a little bit of money to make things work uh, for everybody in the facility. Good answer. That answer your question. Answer. Yeah, yeah. So, well, yeah, we, didn't, we, didn't touch on, we didn't touch on computers, so, um, because I see computers, and, and, and I'll, I'll speak to this one a little bit. Computers are an ergonomic nightmare for most people, and, and a lot of it is habit. Um, and positioning. Uh, it's easy to say adjust your monitor, 
put your put your feet flat, keep your your legs parallel and your your torso perpendicular. But I see a lot of it when it comes to the actual keyboarding and working where people crane their neck. Um, it, it just out of habit, even when the when the monitors at at a proper height. Um, and uh, the keyboard positioning is also is also crucial. So uh, you know, part of it part of it is uh, education. Um, so if you set the workstation upright and say, well, you know, by the numbers, this this is this is ergonomically correct. Then you have to work with people and and say, hey, set a reminder on your phone or something every twenty minutes to to kind of straighten up, pull your shoulders back. Maybe even walk to the water cooler or whatever, just to get out of that that position. Because uh, what you see is when shoulders are rounded forward, um, you get the the muscles of the chest kind of get locked in the position. Your neck is craned and and you're rubbing on the discs in the back of your neck in an improper way because they they get pinched. And you know I tell people all the time I'm like you you can end up more damaged working at a computer all day than you can at a construction job just because of being in that those those terrible positions so it's something to take seriously right so i think education is, is a factor as well and you touched on um construction so uh most people who work in an office environment do pretty much one thing, particularly if they're sitting at a desk um, the entire day. Uh, you know, they may do different tasks on the computer, but their their workstation and their work posture remains pretty static. Whereas in construction, you're you're typically moving. You're going to move from point A to point B with uh, with uh, regular frequency. Whereas in an office setting, um, it's a good idea to your point, Dave, set a timer uh, to, to get up and, and move about. My wife found one of these little things. I don't even know what the heck it is, but it's it's a timer. And it, it, it reminds you to get up and move, um, not only uh, for from an ergonomic standpoint, but also from a, you know, take a break from what you're doing. Um, so that you can come back and be more focused. So I've used it a couple of times. What it does is I get really in, into doing something and then it goes off and scares the poo high out of me. So I've only used it twice. <laughs> so <laughs> well, I suggest you use it more, but I think you should call it something like cool, like the orb of locomotion or something. So, you know, they, people can't see it on a podcast, but it's a, it's a looks like a pentagonal cylindrical the, kind of thing that's you know looks like something you see in a movie is the orb it's the uh, it's six-sided so um i'll think of something cool to call it and we'll we'll, we'll revisit it um because <laughs> i i'm drawing a blank right now um okay so when uh when should one do ergonomic assessments uh, with with new hires uh, on a quarterly basis, annual or just one and done? Now, I did, 
I think what you just said right there is is important. I mean, when you have new employees, if you obviously have a new employee that is of a different stature than somebody else, you're going to have to you're going to have to look at at the environment they're working in, because uh, you know if you had one of Tim's basketball players working there and and you, you hire somebody who's you know five foot one to work at the same station as them. You're going to have to make some kind of adjustments so somebody doesn't end up uh, uh, with an injury uh, because of the difference. Um, I, I'm not sure about that the 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 other repetition, but I would say you know at a minimum annually, um, depending on what your turnover is too. I mean, you know, you're not going to be able to change it for every person, but uh, you know. You have to listen to listen to the people, observe the people. That's where job observations are important. Um, sometimes people don't realize they're in those bad postures or they have bad habits. Um, That's me. I don't even yeah. realize I slouch all the time. Yeah. Well, again, compute computer and sitting in one place a long time is probably far more dangerous. But that's that's a discussion for another day. Um, so I don't know, Craig. What's your what's your answer there? How often? What do you think that? Um, I would say annually, unless otherwise indicated, due to a variety of factors, uh, repetitive motion injuries, uh, a rise in the number of um, uh, first aid uh, or sore muscles, things like that. If somebody's reporting these things to you, then uh, it would behoove you, and yes, I use the word behoove, uh, to go in and review exactly. Dave just did the knife hand for those of you who can't see. <laughs> um, it, it would behoove you to do that audit or that uh, assessment. Hey, Grayson. Um, we have the windshield washer. <laughs> Actually, we have complete blockage due to Grayson's tail. <laughs> Dave just disappeared. There was just nothing but a giant cattail. Uh, but it, to, you know, if you see an uptick in the number of uh, reported incidents uh, from a particular workstation or a particular part of your facility, uh, then it's a good idea to go back through and review because so, the employees may have changed something. Uh, management may have changed something um, because somebody's like, well, this isn't working right. Uh, so let's do it this way. Uh, so uh, there multiple factors uh, would come into play to determine uh, the frequency, I guess, is what I'm trying to get at. Okay. Sure, sure. And there's a message there, too. When they change their workstation, they're, they're uh, quietly telling you something or trying to tell you something, right? Correct. Guys, we're having a great conversation this morning, and I hate to cut it off right here, but we want to be underneath our um, our, our a lot of time that we are committed to doing um, uh, today on our podcast. So, um, based on that, let's wrap it up. Uh, I'm Tim Neubauer, uh, and you've been listening to Craig Edwards and Dave Bittner on Safety Unlocked, the morning show. I'm Dave Bittner. Remember, safety is everyone's business. And I'm Craig Edwards. Make it a safe day. You have been listening to Safety Unlocked, The Morning Show. 
a podcast for safety people by safety people. Brought to you by Exceed Safety, a full-spectrum consulting firm. Visit our website at ExceedSafety.com or call us at 919-728-SAFE. Exceed Safety, LLC.